Welcome to the Three Rivers Boys. Sorry, that's not the name of the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the Northern Winds Podcast. We're the Three Rivers Boys. I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Steve. And we're here today to get Steve's uh, reaction to the first era of uh, Brandon Sanderson's Mistborn. Yeah, this is going to be a full spoiler Red alert. episode for the entire first era of Mistborn. That's Mistborn Final Empire, The Well of Ascension, and The Hero of Ages. So if you have not read all three of those books, get the hell out now. Yeah, run. <laughs> and then read them. We just, uh, so, so, I just read all three Mistborn books. Yeah, so like when you told me you were on, I think you were on chapter 69 of the final book, and I picked it up about there, and Spook sends this rider out with a steel message to... Um, Warren Elland. I listened to this in the car with Steve. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. To, to Warren Elland, and Marsh is sitting there getting buried in ash. Right, he's been forgotten by Ruin. No, Ruin took him there, and he didn't understand why. I think he was like, he took me here, and now I'm sitting. Yeah, he's been sitting there like he's he's basically almost covered up with ash. Uh, and then Rune takes control of his body and sends him after this messenger who's like, this guy is like a champ. He's fighting through chest deep ash, you know, on his horse. I think he's walking next to it at this point. Like he's, you know, trying to push a path in front of it so that the horse can push through after him. And they're like, you know, like they're really fighting through this stuff. Then Marsh just comes zooming down with his allomancy. Nice. And, and kills this guy. And the guy tries to crumple the message and Marsh, you know, rips his arm off or something and gets it. And Marsh, the guy, Marsh the guy is, actually stabs Marsh. Yeah. Yeah. He gets him good. He gets close. He, he reaches for the spike. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, the guy is a champ. This guy is a champ. Like, this is a guy from the first book that's like guarding uh, Critic Shaw and yeah. Vin convinces yeah. to join the revolution. Yep. Very cool character. And this guy, I mean... Man, like it just really tears your heart out. This guy's awesome. Yeah, he goes down. He's he's been very supportive throughout. He really liked and, um, and like Spook. You, like you said, he almost gets him. And yeah, it's like he, it's very close. This guy's a fucking champ, dude. He's got no powers, just a regular guy, just doing his Yeah, m- rooting much for him so hard and it's like never even really a fight. No, it's <laughs> not. But yeah. Yeah, like Sanderson just like fucks with you. Like he, he like lets him get close enough that you have hope and then you know he's like no you didn't yeah i think when marsh actually lands he cuts the horse's head off and yeah, and he does yeah and it writhes and bleeds and screams uh, and and marsh is trying to not do it the whole time basically you know he's like he it, this is this chapter or this part is told from marsh's perspective and he like hates it the whole time and it, i just feel like so conflicted by like I feel so bad for Marsh. He's like trying to kill himself the whole time, but like Rainlo just won't let him. Yeah. Well, he at one point, this is towards the beginning, he of the third book, he thinks that he should kill himself and he says, No, he won't, because he wants to not die like his brother, because the dream that um his wife wanted was not yet realized. And Marsh thought, I can still be a part of this. And at, at the right moment, I will make the right decision. And he did. He did. And I think that was the fight with Vin. Yeah, he took the uh, earring out, right? Yep, he ripped it out of her Yeah, ear. yeah. In his rage. Uh, his blood Ruin frenzy. Has, yeah, like less control of him. Yeah. He rips the earring out. So G, dude. 
So what did you think about the uh, whole series, Steve? Yeah, like we could start from the beginning here. Like, welcome to the Three Rivers Podcast. That's T-H-R-E-E. <laughs> Rivers Boys. It's actually the Northern well, we Wind still, Podcast. Yeah, we still have <laughs> yeah, so I mean, this might be the fastest three books I've ever read. You crushed these three, yeah, man. They're big books, too. They're not small. Yeah, the second book, I obliterated. Obliterated. I, I mean, there was not a day... I wasn't listening to that. I would go to bed and listen to for like three hours. I'd be so, up to- do you remember uh, we met up outside of my office? Your or? office okay. in Oakland there. And I was like telling you how I listened to the audiobooks with that little speaker. And I feel like after we had that conversation about I'm just like, you do it in the shower. You do it in yeah. the, when you're driving. You do it. You've just been like nailing fucking books, dude. Yeah. So... I have uh, two sets of Bluetooth headphones. Uh, one's for the office. One is for at home. Yes. But I, but I but I always have them around that I can just pop them on or pop them on my shoulders and I'll click them up to my ears yeah. when, I ha- when I have those five minutes, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the beginning of the first book was a little slow for me. I was, I was kind of like, because I don't understand it and I don't, I didn't understand the magic yet and we're learning through what's the first scene we get it's kelsey or wrecking all those guys isn't it it's uh he doesn't wreck anybody on camera um so he's at the farm and he burns a farm down okay um, a plantation plantation yeah and that that kind of happens and everybody's like oh that was pretty brutal right don't go in the mist um but then we go to vin and uh vin's scene where she's kind of using her powers without understanding them um but right. yeah, yeah so <clears throat> like at the beginning, we start to realize some of these characters were introduced to the um, uh, Kelsier's gang. I, I can't remember. There might be a name that they refer to them as like the initial. I don't think so. Crews. They call them crews. The, the crews. They, they say the his crew. crew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, uh, you know, it has all kind of mistings on it. And then we, we finally get to learn what being a misborn is I'm putting together a crew. Yeah. I thought, I remember messaging Zach and thinking that was kind of st- stupid. And I, you know, like you the Rick and Morty, like, I, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, Oh, it's ocean's 11. I, I didn't think I've that. I, that makes that. You no, I, I fucking love that. I, 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 I like it. Too. it it's a trope. I That's guess. why the Rick and Morty episode I love exists. tropes, though. Like, honestly, like, as long as they're done well, I don't care if something's tropey. I think, yeah, especially, like, Sanderson does it really well. In Era 2, you haven't got there yet, Steve, but he does it again with, like, the Western trope. Um, oh. He leans into it. Uh, Isn't it, like, a detective series? Yeah, it's, like, it's, it, it's a detective Western... It's just genre fiction. It's, like... Yeah. There are... And he, ex- uh, he like accepts that though and yeah. makes it fun. Like it's, it's cliche on purpose. So it's not cliche. Yeah. <laughs> and reading, uh, so I just read Hyperion actually. And after reading Hyperion, I realized how much Mistborn reads kind of like a comic book or something like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Um, I, I could picture it vividly. I Zach, picture a lot of it as an anime. Zach always says that the prose Sanderson uses is very simple. Yeah, I, I and mean... It, I've seen criticism even for that online, that he is almost like a YA author. Uh, I, I think I it's don't an, think it's like YA just because he doesn't use like big fancy words. No, and I don't agree with that. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't agree with that either. Like, there's very adult themes in all of Sanderson's books. Well, this uh, is grimdark. 
I yeah, mean, th- yeah. this is heads are com- cutting off. Oh, like, I, yeah, there's it, a lot of like the, Z- the Beatles only use three chords. It doesn't mean they're not fucking awesome, right? Who yeah. who just said they pictured as an anime? Was that you, Zach? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's definitely how. If if Mistborn ever gets adapted, I I pray that it's an anime or animated. I mean, it doesn't have to be like in that style. But, yeah, that's true. Um, sure. So let's see. Who were uh, your favorite characters? It, it says it was my favorite character yeah. by far. Definitely. Um, I, I even think, even how how long did it take you for Sazed to? Uh, almost immediately. I mean, like when he tells. I liked him a lot at the beginning. When too. he tells her about the religion, and then he goes with her to just such a fun concept, the party, and then when he um when he has the conversation with Vin, where he's like, "Why would you not ask your friend?" about themselves yeah, yeah i was like wow this character is so genuine he's such a smart ass that's why i like him i love <laughs> i love michael kramer's performance for him too yeah i think kramer did a great job um and i remember even talking to zach about how i wonder if kramer giving them accents or voices or kind of like leaning into things spoiled stuff for me and it may have a little. I think it does for some people. Uh, I've heard that complaint before in really? the audiobook specifically. It hinted at things. Because you're getting... Uh, Rashik's voice. There's like... Well, in, in the third book specifically, you get the like... The Hero of Ages is like t- reading shit at the beginning of the chapters. Like the chapter intros are like from his point of view. And he does the Sazed accent for it. Like, Oh, does he say I'm the hero yeah, of ages? Yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah. Wait, like, does, he, he says, doesn't say it. Oh, okay. Well, because then it would just, but it be. is, I do see what you're saying. Like it doesn't say that that says its perspective, but he reads it as such. Because, oh, he is reading and says its voice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I did talk to you about that. That's Zach. interesting. And he says, I think a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But all terrorist men do, I guess. Yeah, it's yeah. a dialect. Um, because Rashik spoke the same way, and so did the yeah. person who um yeah, what okay. was the person's so, name in the Tindwell? No, in the second book, who was the narrator at the beginning of the chapters? Tindwell's the chick says it falls in love with. Yes. Yeah. That was a really cool I was like so devastated when she died because I like really wanted Sazed to have like a happy life with her. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was like, it was gonna rough. come to a close. She she said it was gonna come to a close. Hulk yeah. says it though. It's like probably one of the dude. I love it when he just like hulks out and starts like punching. Tr- uh, I, I think that's my favorite. He's scene. like Kolos faces in. He's like I've been saving my strength for decades. Yeah, <laughs> he he explains how he is has so much potential power in his medals at that moment. He's like, I will use them right now. He, I mean, he hasn't used strength for his whole life, basically. Yeah. Like, he's never tapped into his strength line, almost. He realizes so. he's out of speed at that moment. Because he burned it all getting uh, to the city. Pretty much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and that's why he decides to go with strength. And when he turns around and he says, say something uh, heroic or courageous. Yeah. And he just says... Fight! I was like, yes. Oh, I was super hyped. Like, I think I punched the air at that point. Yeah, that, yeah. Point. that was one of those times I was like bouncing up and down, like jazzed. Yeah, hundred percent. That's where that POV ends for a moment uh, when he says fight because he had already punched through a Coloss face. Um, that was so. Yeah, I was I was trying to remember how he like crushed a head. He punches straight through. He it, just right? punched straight through yeah. its face. <laughs> That's so metal. Yeah. yeah. 
And it comes back to his POV and he's holding the gate with the last of his strength. Yeah, yeah. And it was just so beautiful because he was the only one who defended his gate. He was the only one who was successful. It's giving me chills right it's now. It's super, yeah, poetic. Uh, like, and just like It's pretty obvious that he's the hero. Like Once you know it, you can look back and be like, oh man, he's been being groomed for this like the entire time. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And it's, it, that, that's just good foreshadowing, right? I oh, mean, great, yeah. Yeah. And his confidence is through the roof at the end of the third book. I love it. Because the whole book, they're telling him to be a leader. Be a leader. And when he comes to the, um, help me out, the sh- uh, shapeshifters. The, the Coloss? No. The Chondra. The Chondra, that's right, sorry. So when he goes to see the Chondra, the first generation, he is, he is talking to them like, I don't have to listen to you. You have to listen to me. Oh, yeah, he's like equally in charge of that conversation. Like, no, he's he is because they have to abide by the first contract. Yeah, they're like... They're trying to pretend like they still have, you know, that they're in charge. But Sazed definitely knows what's up. Yeah. Well, they 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 that's give such, that's give such a fun themselves up to him. Uh, I love how he breaks out too. Like he's inside that pit and is putting his strength into the grate. Second time he's broken out of jail. <laughs> what was the first time? I don't At remember. the end of the first book, he's in jail yeah. and he's like, I swallowed my medals. Oh, yeah. And then he gets, he's like big time strong and he rips the door off that's of the hinges, right. I think. Yeah. It is a gangster, dude. So that's foreshadowing, too. Yeah. Um, so uh, to, to head b- back to the first book, once, once I knew everything, I really enjoyed it and it wasn't slow for me anymore. And I think that's why I was able to speed through everything. I think Mistborn has a ton of re-readability. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I noticed something that you guys didn't, or at least Zach didn't, about uh, one of the other books in the universe, um, the Cosmere. Yep. Was that uh, Sazed mentions a religion where people use color as as like a belief or a magic system. Absolutely. And there's another book that you need to read. Is that Warbreaker? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I I read the beginning of Warbreaker and I put it down, but so I knew about that and I was like, Oh, what a, what a little like thing to put in there. There's so much of that. And that's that's every book that he writes is like that. There's like little breadcrumbs about the whole Cosmere. And that's where I'm getting at with like rereadability. Like once you know what's up, like you could read it right after you finished it and you would get, Twice as much. Yeah. And then you could read all the books that are out in the Cosmere and you would get three times as much. And then you could read it again and get four times as much. Like there's so many little breadcrumbs all the way through all of Sanderson's books. Are it's you re you have you re read all of Wheel of Time yet? I know you're no, working on it. I think I'm on nine. Oh, okay. Wow. So you're getting there. I, I I'm th- in the slog. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you can skip parts on your. Are you on Knife of Dreams? Been a little bit. Is it Knife of Dreams? Let me look. Well, so the reason I mentioned that is because uh, Robert Jordan had a ton of this detail in his books that I think got me ready for Sanderson, where I was like, I'm going to pay attention to everything they say. And remember, whenever uh, I said Says it brought up Trell, you you like. I assume that you were screaming at your phone, but you, you texted me on discord and you said like, stop spoiling yourself. And I was like, I was like, you <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm on winter's heart. I think that's eight. Okay. But I was like, by you saying that Zach, it makes me want to pay attention to Trell more, but like Trell only gets mentioned like in the third book, I think after that. 
So I, 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 I love that. Um, I think that's just like getting better at reading too, mm-hmm. though. Like I think I think so too. I think all good books have that kind of shit in them. Uh, you just like the more you've read, the better you get at being willing to slow down enough to appreciate those things, and also being experienced enough to pick up up on them. Yeah. Uh, definitely, like especially when you know what's up, when you have a fun author like Stephen King who does this too, who has his own Cosmere, so to speak, or like when you know it's Sanderson, like there's just so much stuff sprinkled in there. It's so fun to just relish each sentence and I try think and like figure out. Any author worth his salt likes to add that kind of detail, but the really, really good ones will reward you for like paying attention to those little details. Yeah, exactly. And that's something that Brandon Sanderson is like great at. There is no word wasted, I feel like. Yeah. Every, every almost everything that's in those pages, especially like when you get into like Stormlight, it's all so important. Well, it seemed like important converse like, sorry, non-important conversations aren't worth being written about. So he yeah. only writes about the things that matter. And that's how I kind of read through this whole series. Sanderson like, is all sauce, dude. Everything like. <laughs> matters. All of it. And I think even in the first book, I, I mentioned to you guys that I really like Spook. I was like, this character yeah, he's fun. is great. I um, just love the dialect. The uh, what's it, what's it, you know? Yeah. And, and the chemistry. Think bet- what he says? I can't think of anything actually. Was, was wanting what is. Wasn't of the wanting of the way. Yeah. yeah, and you know the banter between the crew was very like human, um, and it brought things back down to earth. Like you know, all of them are magic users, but they're all still people, and you know, you felt bad for them because they were oppressed. And I think that's like something that anybody, um, and can relate to. That's why I don't understand people's criticism of his, like. <sighs> I just want to call it like down to earth dialect. Like people will say it's like simple prose or like, I would but, say plain or simple or probably the best. Yeah. Place. But like, why would these people be talking like Gandalf? You know what I mean? Like it doesn't make any sense for well, it. They, to they be. could be, I guess they could be, but like, but th- they wouldn't fit the characters, you know, yeah, like I mean, I Kelsier, still think it's, not, it's not necessary to do that all the time. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it's just, a, it's a comic book. I, I feel like to me, this feels like a comic book. That doesn't make it less good though. Like when people are like, oh, it's books. not like, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like it fits the, it, this is the story. This is like how these people are. It doesn't have to be. And it's painted well. I mean. And sometimes it is really like beautifully written. Like when he's painting out some of these epic scenes that happen, he does use cool you know, beautiful language, but well, you know, the dialect doesn't always have to be like Shakespearean. Something that, uh, go ahead, Zach. I was just going to say that like simple language can be like very effective if you know, like how to craft it. I think he's good at that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so like one of the things that I just thought of that was different in the later books, like at the end of two and like all of three was that this landscape is so dreary um, oh, yeah. It is just absolutely These are gray. Very depressing books. But I feel like he really laid it on in the third, and that's because it is getting worse. Well, the and the world it's has like ended. the apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. But it, like even at the beginning of three, like it's pretty bad. But like it doesn't, you know. Did the the ash? 
ash is like the ash mounts are just like constantly erupting like 24 7 more than ever <laughs> yeah the ash really got to me because like i guess i've seen like the devastation of a forest fire and just to think about like ash falling like that like it would just ruin everything you know like, you can't eat food all the time mm-hmm. like yeah it i mean it'd be terrible so for it to be like think about when it snows a lot will we get two feet of snow imagine you know two feet of ash just all across like it doesn't melt i would expect to most likely die if that was happening you would literally have like it, it doesn't go away you'd have to shovel off two feet of ash off the entire state of pennsylvania or something you know what i mean it's <laughs> yeah. like it's like unfathomable yeah i mean for them it was i mean they were all pretty depressed in the third book about it. Yeah. <laughs> Even when you like, if you shovel it off the road into a pile, like how many times can you do that before the pile is like, like it never melts. It never goes away. You just have these huge, like, it's just, it's unfathomable. Like how many. Yeah. It's clogging the canals and the streets. And they even mention how people aren't even trying to clean it up. Yeah. Well, it gets. Smothering it, the crops. By, but I mean, by the middle of the third book it like we were just talking about it's like chest deep you yeah know? you can't be outside yeah. which a lot of people aren't you, if you are you're dead already you can't move through chest deep anything um th- this just made me think of a part in the first book that i thought was the R- lord ruler um but it it wasn't so um vin gets upset because uh kelsier says something insensitive and she goes to the roof and Kelsier goes up there with her, and then they test that she is able to break through copper shields. Yeah. Copper bubbles. Yeah. I can't remember what they call them. But when she does that, she feels a thump and from the direction of the city. And I said, oh, wow, that's how strong the Lord Ruler is, that she can feel that thump. It wasn't Lord Ruler. It was the Well of Ascension. Yeah, I think so. But in the, I first, didn't catch that. In the first book, there is a thump. And they, they don't, t- she doesn't tell anybody about it. Yeah. And, and we don't really find out until the end of the second book, which is wild. I love the second book. I've, I've seen people's rankings of his misborn books and it's the lowest ranked one. And I loved it. I love the dialogue. And people it was tend to so hate politics. I don't uh, People just get pissed off when there's like a lot of politics in a book. I will also say that middle anything, when there's a trilogy, it's almost always the worst ranked one. Did you know that the Star Wars... Um, like Lord of the Rings, uh, the middle one is the worst received one. The Two, towers? The two that, towers? No, that's the amazing. highest ranked one. No, it has the least Academy Awards. That's true. They gave. Oh, all, I don't care about. They that. gave all the Academy Awards to the third one just because it was the last one. Yeah. Well, and and the first one because it was the first one. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at here. Is I, like it's I thought like, the highest rated though one was the Two Towers. No, the third one. Is the high? It's it's one of the most critically acclaimed movies of all time. It's, Those ghosts really. Uh, it won eleven Academy Awards. There's only two other damn. movies in history that won eleven Academy Awards. I think it's. Uh, is the Revenant? No, it's Titanic and what's the old like, Southern Confederate movie like Gone with the Gone Wind. with the Wind? Yeah, that's yeah. it. Mm. Well, uh, we were talking about second book politics and stuff. I don't know. It, it, it didn't feel like politics to me. I think it, Two Towers won three academy awards just for comparison oh winning them is good nominated is different though it was it was not i mean it was nominated for several as well we're spending way too much time talking about lord of the rings too much two towers 33 i'm up to 40 orcs 
I think the Lord of the Rings won 33 Academy Awards altogether. It's what about insane. mist porn, though? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was mist in the two towers. Um, so, the second book, a lot Did of dialogue. Aragorn broke his toe. Yeah. He- <laughs> they actually threw a real sword at him, too. Uh, um. Do you know that he adopted the horse? God damn. Uh, so the second book, I really loved it. I mean, Sazed was to me the best character in the second book. Yeah. Um, what's his name was a close second. Um, Marge. Oh, Ellen. I, I really liked Ellen in the second book. When Ellen picks up the big colossus sword, I'm yes. like, gang, gang. Yes. Yeah. He's like, I picked one of the shortest ones. And I'm like, get it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the colossus a little bit. The yeah. colossus are awesome. Yeah, I love the colossus. It was hard for me to picture them before you sent me the picture. And then it was a lot easier. Oh, wait, hold on. I, I had a thought. Let's get to that in a second. So sure, you're sure. talking about Vin feeling the well of ascension. So mm. did you pick up like why exactly she's so good at sensing things that she is a misborn with also a hemallergic addition of from her sister. Yeah. From her sister. They explain it at the end of the third book. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, um, n- no, I didn't, you know, it, it, I, I don't think I ever figured that out. I knew, I remember telling you guys, such a cool, that, I was like, the earring is bad. The earring needs to go. You definitely sense that. Yeah, yeah, I remember you saying that. But I didn't know why, or I guess I never I was... I felt like that, too. I was like, mm. Yeah, like, I knew, I was like, well, take it out. He won't talk to you anymore if you take that out. Right. But I never got that the mother had uh, killed the sister with it. Um, but that, or, you know, at least pierced her. I didn't pick up on that until the end when, you know... And then it made sense, Yeah. right? But, um, but how cool... How cool. What a what a awesome reveal at the end of a Sazed gaining all that knowledge and you finding that kind of stuff out. Oh, uh, does he know about Mistborn's secret history? Uh have you ever heard of that? I don't think so. But is I it mean, gonna spoil really things? Tell him. Yeah. There is uh uh I guess it's a novella called Mistborn's Secret History that explains a lot of the deeper Cosmere things that are happening in the background. Well, I feel like we can say it's Kelsier's point of view after he dies. Oh, cool. It's like Kelsier's point of view in like the afterlife. I don't think that's really spoilers. It's like the story. Yeah, I guess you find that out like as soon as you open the book. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, I mean, we also know at the end of the third book that uh, there is an afterlife because Vin and Ellen said they didn't want to come back to life. Yeah. Um. Which I was like, man, whatever. Do you uh, want to talk about some Cosmere things? Do you want to, like, uh, <clears throat> this well, isn't let's like keep a, going on just Mistborn. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can get to that at the end. So, let's see. Uh, I can talk about some things I didn't like, I guess. Yeah. I didn't really like Zane. Maybe I didn't like Kramer Zane. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't Kramer like his voice. Zane, elaborate that. Yeah, like, I didn't like the voice he did for him. Like like from Seinfeld, Kramer? No, Michael Kramer. Michael Kramer. Uh, 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 I thought you meant he sounded like Kramer. No, no. <laughs> I was I, like, what? So I pictured Zane to be a very handsome man. And I was like, why does he have to talk like a weasel man? I don't remember the voice he did. Vin. It was. He did like a very I'm crazy kind of voice. Yeah. yeah. Vin, they don't want you to be that. They want you to be a knife. Okay. Okay. And I was like, you know, I get it. Like, I love that. He's a dick. Knife thing, though. Mm -hmm. I mean, the assassin, right? The way he like manipulated her emotions was really. It kind of made me think how simple the world was. 
that they would think that there's only two rules for you in in like a in like life it would be to like either do or protect i mean vin is just so broken yeah she is she's a mess she is such a mess when we meet her you know this is fun to talk about when we meet her she's like a rat and cornered a, rat yeah. even when she's not cornered yeah he does a very good job writing characters with mental health problems yeah Almost all of Sanderson's characters. They all have some kind of issues, whether they're like big ones or small ones. He handles PTSD really well. Uh, Yeah, Sanderson definitely understands the human. Kaladin is like super depressed like all the time. Again, like I know I keep getting on this, but I don't get how people like say he's too simple because, you know, like... I don't understand well, how... Well, I mean, the ideas that he's, like, putting in these books aren't simple. It's just the words that he's using yeah, but, but, to describe yeah, like, you, you think because I'm using less syllables, my ideas are le- more simple? That's like, what that's, people are saying. That's it's such not a true, stupid... Yeah. 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 I mean, it could also be, like, ten robots arguing with themselves on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, which is something we could talk about is, hey, you know, we'd like to uh, talk to our listeners or other people about these books, and I think at least Zach and I... Uh, we're talking about doing um, some just like uh, listens with people or or to talk about books and discuss. Yeah. So we want to do some like uh, some Twitter rooms. Yeah. Somebody wants to talk about Hyperion. I'll do that for days. <laughs> um, Tesla trees. So let's see. Getting into the third book. That's when Sazed actually dropped off for me. I thought Sazed was kind of annoying in the third book. Really? A little bit. I thought so yeah. too. Yeah. In the like in the first third of it, yeah. right? Like when he's very whiny. I think they do that intentionally so, to try and. He, I say they. Sanderson does that to try and lead you away from it a little bit. I feel like he maybe, does a little bit of a parent impression where he's like, "I don't want to be a leader." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel like he maybe he was like, "Oh, I made it a little too obvious that says it's get the guy." So let me try and like make you not like him quite as much. Yeah, because so when it comes in at the end, yeah. it's a big old. Hoorah. I unfortunately am the hero of ages. Yeah. That is, yeah. What a great yeah. Wow. Uh yeah, and I, I did guess, I think, as soon as I started reading that book that says it was the hero of ages. And maybe that is why the third book? Yeah. And I, I wonder if like that was the you know, you, you caught the bait. I'm gonna try and steer you away from it though. Um Which which I think made it more obvious to me. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. He's like resisting his destiny. Yeah. Um, but, uh, the third book, I think, you know, icing on the cake was spook. Uh, his storyline was man. I loved spook in that book. Just being an addict. Well, I also, what's his thing called? He was a survivor of the flames. Oh yeah. That too. (laughs) uh, That's what I meant though. Tin eye. Yeah. A tin savant. He uses, oh yeah, that's right. He explains what a tin savant is and that's somebody who just does not stop burning tin. Yeah. And he said that he didn't care what the consequences were going to be, which was very sad because he's dealing with the death of his uncle, who's the only person who's ever really cared for him. And he never even found out why he came to get him. Uh, His name is um, Lester. Bornes? Yeah, that's it. Lesta Bornes, which wow, means I can't believe you remember that. Which means um abandoned. Um, which I was just when he explained that, I, I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It hit me. Like it was just it was great. And you know, I think Sanderson led me to believe that um Spook was going to break 
and was not going to follow the correct path, but he resisted Kelsier's quote, Kelsier's whispers. Yeah. And he decided what to do. He didn't go with, uh, quote. What, yeah. Let's hear it. No, just quote. I was just like, quote. Oh, I see. Kelsier's <laughs> oh yeah. Because it's he um, quotes with his fingers. I guess that doesn't come over the, uh, Podcast very well. Well, that's what it is. I said quote, didn't I? Oh, yeah, he did. For those who have read Secret History, oh, I mean, if it was actually Kelsier, that's kind of crazy. But, um, it wasn't. No, some of it might have been. Most Uh, of it was not. I, there was a point where I thought Kelsier was talking to him. It might have been after he got the spike taken out, but, um, yeah, what, what's the bad guy's name? I'm sorry. Uh, the citizen of Orto? No, the, Oh, Ruin? Ruin. Ruin was trying to steer him wrong. AT is his actual name, I guess. How did Ruin know the metal was in there? Which metal? In where? In the drawer to get out of the firehouse. I don't think that was him. I think that was actually Kelsey. Okay, that's what I thought. Was because, like, how would he know that? Um, badass. Super badass. Um, also Dolan Canes. That's wild. Fighting with Dolan Canes. Yeah, the... What are they called? The people that fight the myth. The Haze Killers. The Haze Killers. Yeah, what a cool... I love how they were introduced very early in the first book. And they and just you... all get murked, but they're still very cool. Oh, they're super capable. I thought they almost beat Kelsier. They did, like, beat him up pretty good. Yeah. Vin's the one that just, like, effortlessly kills them all. Yeah, but I mean, so Kelsier's even, like, a freak, right? Like, those guys would fuck up, like, most people how about that tower scene in well of ascension by the way where Ben like goes through the set tower and just murders like everyone yeah zane like throws one out the window so that she can use it to bounce up to the next floor yeah and then she like pulls down that like whole window on people yeah it's it's very brutal and i think it foreshadows the third book when she goes back and destroys yeah the keep what's it called Venture? No, it has a different name. The one with all the towers on oh, it. Oh, Critic Shaw. Critic Shaw. Yeah. That was epic. So, like, if that's a superhero, that's a superhero moment. She was like Goku. She was putting fucking yeah. craters into the earth with her jump powers. Yeah, it was like Super Saiyan, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, she went ape shit. Well, she was channeling the power of preservation directly at that point instead of through metal. Oh, because she lost her earring. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like burning this, the uh, mist like straight up. Man, I, the way he described the uh, Iron Eyes chasing her as a, as a flock of crows, I was like, oh my gosh, this is <laughs> terrifying. Like her, she's running away like a mouse. I'm like, having a hard time finding some good Mistborn quotes on We'll have to make them, but um, we can we'll pull quotes for the uh, in-depth breakdown episodes. So an, another moment from the second book that I think might be one of my favorite in the series is Sazed when he's loading up his medals uh, as much as he can. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really good one. He's basically dragging across the floor. The uh, let's let's get into just like the whole magic stuff in these books. Like the way it works is so. Like interesting, like the laws of science apply to it. Is yeah. like the feel. Like I love, I yeah, I love how there's like no positive gain. Like for every ounce of strength that Sazed puts into his metal mines, he has to deplete from himself in real time. He has to remind himself to eat. Yeah, 
you know, uh, for every mile per hour he saves in something, he has to go that much slower in everyday life to to save it. it <coughs> it's such a neat concept. It's just so fun. Yeah, and I hope we get some characters. He can basically go in a coma for a couple of months and just store up a bunch of attributes. Like, it's very cool. Yeah, and I mean, like, what's cool about that is, like, Seiza could do that, if he had time, but he doesn't. And, and like in that moment, he like is literally a, a mummy walking around, but he still finds time to like pitch religion to uh, clubs. And I really like that. Like I'm an atheist. Uh, I don't really like, you know, put a lot of tack into religions, but I really enjoyed Sazed pitching all these different faith faiths um yeah i don't i'm not religious but i like to learn about religions i do too i guess i i'm fascinated by theology well i i'm not sure i think that the the religions were the avenue taken but i think the conversation of these this trilogy was faith it was and and that's where trell comes in right i mean trell did answer him well i think the actual answer is that knowledge is the real power that him knowing all these factual things that these different religions had in their well theology is what came to be the most important thing. No, that was that was the key. That was the key to finishing it. But the reason he got there was through faith. Because he believed he said, like, if this is it, if this is it, You're I right. will I will be there and I will do it, even if I do not trust it. I will do it because that's not what faith is. It isn't about having physical answers. It's about trust, which is like, that's Vince thing, right? Vince thing is trust for, for says it was faith. And like, it was just beautiful in the end because he was like, I, I, I did it. Like I, my, I'm answered. Now I remember because, because he was kind of, he thought there should be more to the conjurer's answer. Oh, I can't remember what their answer was. Well, it was basically just like factual. Like it wasn't this big epic answer. They were just like, this is the thing the Lord Ruler did. And he got the well of ascension and got the power and made mortal mistakes. And there's no real big surprise that you need to just have faith in. Well, he wanted results. He wanted it to be like a finale or something. But there like, was still no like proof of like science. He he wanted like scientific proof of preservation, basically. And it, and like you're saying, it came down to him just having to believe, uh, to just have to believe. Yeah, and I mean, like, I'm not even sure if at the end he was 100 percent in, but he like he realized that he must like continue on he can't like stay stagnant like he was trying to do where like and and he got lucky he got very lucky at the end because <clears throat> whenever um ten, ten soon was there i'm gonna take a swig of water when ten soon came to the town where spook was and they were saying goodbye to him what a great character and he said goodbye or uh say goodbye to uh, not the witness. Say goodbye. The witness was the incorrect term. Say goodbye to the, the proclaimer. The proclaimer. Is that it? I think so. Yeah. The announcer. The announcer. Yeah. The, I think it's the announcer. And 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 Caesar was like, <clears throat> oh, "What you're saying? 
Mm, what you say? <laughs> oh, that I have faith again. But yeah, I mean, like, see, I don't know. You guys, I feel like you guys are hiding Trell from me. Where's Trell? Tell thing me where's Trell. That uh, really. Tell me. <laughs> He's here, isn't he? Or she? Did it like break your heart that Tensu never got to talk to Vin again? Uh, a little bit. I, I was like, like really sad about that. <laughs> yeah. He's not dead though. That's such a great. She is. Such a great relationship. Kind of. Ten Soon was one of those random characters that just like really found a special place for me. Oh, I Uh, love that. He was one of the best characters in the second book. I I have a really soft spot for side characters. Like uh, main characters, I feel like a lot of times are too easily likable. And I I just really have this. Deus Ex Machina. Yeah. I just really have this love for supporting characters. uh, Especially when they're written with depth. Yeah, yeah. I but I find myself um I put myself in side character shoes. Like I can imagine myself as these side characters. I, I hardly ever picture myself as Neo, right? Like I feel like I'm always one of the other guys on the ship, like making the gruel. <laughs> <laughs> or eating the gruel, yeah. Yeah. Uh trying to justify why eating the gruel is okay. Right. Like um, that like is a, is, are, those are shoes I can put myself in and, and Tensoon is one of those great side characters that is just really like relatable and as, as weird as his story is to say it's relatable. Uh, best side character or like the one who had like the best timeline. Can you name it for can me? You, can you think who I'm going to name? <laughs> um... Well, I feel like you're going to say Spoon. He's in all three books. No, it's it's not like my favorite or anything. It's like the guy who has like, he's like a great side character. He has development and like he just, he gets a great kind of character reward in the end. Yeah. Uh, nope. It's, Breeze? Uh, nope. The French guy. Oh, Demu. Demu. General Demu. Yeah. He's great. At the beginning, he is, he's, he has faith, he right? Gets he, a- he is somebody who's never broken faith. Yeah, he gets a great ending, too. Did you know the in the Stormlight Archive? Oh, I didn't know that. Nice. Because I haven't read it. What? Oh, gay, gay. <laughs> oh, wow, I have to read this. Can I read Stormlight next? Do I have to read Warbreaker? No, I don't even think you should. Uh, uh, everybody says I, I think have it's to read good. Warbreaker next. I think it's good to read Warbreaker between uh, the first book and the second book. I was told to read Warbreaker and then his first book, maybe. I don't even think you need to read Warbreaker until right after, um, or I should say right before Rhythm of War. Yeah, I mean, that's what I would go into next. No, Rhythm of War is the there fourth are book. characters show up in the third book for sure. Yeah, okay. Hmm. Well, um, Warbreaker's fun standalone, though, and that wasn't ha- super long. No, that was a pretty short one, actually. 20, for, for 28 Sanderson, hours? Anyhow. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Uh, we're talking about the Cosmere already now. I think we should just get into it. Yeah, so Stormlight is the next book you should read. Okay. And, and I think I might start it over with you. Do, do sure. we want to do like a Cosmere, like... Let's talk about how the Cosmere works some. So Right now? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Brandon Sanderson has said this stuff like in interviews. I don't think it's like a spoiler, a plot spoiler for like any of the books. So I think it's safe to talk about, uh, basically 
back in the beginning of time, there was like a super god named Adonalsium, and uh, this super god was assassinated and splintered into 16 shards, two of which were preservation and ruin. We don't know how yet. Okay, I didn't think so. There was just like a conspiracy against him, and then they killed him somehow. Man, poor guy. And the people that killed him took up the shards of his being and uh, became lesser gods. Adonalsium was shattered and... uh, Yeah, broke into 16 pieces, so... uh, Which is a very significant number in the Cosmere. 16 is very important, I'm sure you you noticed that. Yeah, there are 16 medals. Uh, Oh! I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So, actually, in the print books... Uh, I, I got the first three books. Oh, yeah, you were telling me that. Yeah, a lot of maps. Um, and there's also, they explain all the medals in the back of the book, and they also explain all of the mistings and what they do and other, and other names nice. for them. Yeah. I even heard that, like, in the first book, they have those charts, but less. Less. Yeah, they don't show you as much. Plots are filled in. Yep. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I, I like spoiled myself a little bit on the... They, they get to some of the Electrum and stuff like that very early in the third book. But like uh, some things were spoiled for me, like hermology, hemology, hemology. Yeah. Thank you. <coughs> yeah. It's sort of like a really big deal that says it has two shards. I think we should say that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, he picked up the power of two shards. Like he's got two of the sixteen pieces. Right oh, now. he has yeah. ruins shard and preservation. I see. Shard. Yeah, and what it, he's now hope or um, harmony. Harmony. Thank you. So he's like twice as powerful as basically any any of the other. Not necessarily because the powers not to oppose each other to a certain extent. Well, we also but, saw that. But you also need both to do a lot of things. They complement each other. Yeah. I mean, it was ruined. But it's not a direct, like, twice as powerful, I guess I would say. Was Rune's spike okay, complete yeah. at the end? Was it, like, his whole spike? Or his shard? But, like, Sazed could theoretically, yeah. like, come up, like, create life, right? Like, Yeah, I think so, yeah. I mean, he did. Yeah. Yeah. He reorders the entire world and makes it, like... Oh, yeah, he didn't have to give it up. Yeah, he is, like, much more powerful than, like, the r- Lord Ruler, for example. When he oh, had, yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. he had tapped the Well of Ascension, yeah. he's... The Well of Ascension was the Eye of the World. Well, the, the, the Lord Ruler would have been, like, temporarily as powerful as Preservation, I guess. As one half. Yeah. He would have been temporarily as powerful as one half. But I would say that says it's twice as powerful as that. I mean, very powerful. Like, yeah. all of Ruin. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he has... Two, so there's 16. So maybe not twice as powerful. Somebody do this math for me. There's 16 pieces of the original god, and Sazed owns two of them, two sixteenths of it. (laughs) One One eighth. eighth. (laughs) (laughs) But because the powers like oppose each other to an extent, it's not like he's twice as powerful. He's like one and a half times as powerful or something. But none of the other, everybody else just has one that we know so far. All the other shards that we know of are only in possession of one person, one being. But some of them may be more powerful in a fight too. Sure. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to say. It's hard to say he's more powerful. When, they, they when fight? Brandon Sanderson was asked about his power level, like if he would be able like to fight other shards and he was like, 
Ellen is much more powerful than Vin, but who would win in a fight? Ellen. I like that. <clears throat> oh, Vin would fuck Ellen up. Yeah, she's just like scraps harder than yeah. he does. Yeah. She's like a little... Oh, let's like talk about this. Little lion. <laughs> she's a monster. Vin would fuck Ellen up. Ellen would be like, if you read this book... So then you have a shard like Odium that's the shard of hatred. Yeah, it's just dirty. <laughs> Wait. You guys are going to start spoiling stuff for me? Well, I just named another shard. And that's not really like a yeah. spoiler. Yeah. You don't even know which world that shard is on. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you do that? Damn it. Now I'm going to know the plot of that entire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And you saw the bodies of two of the vessels in Mistborn. So like. The person who takes up the power is called a vessel of the shard, like, and their will and the will, the intent of the shard, like, combat each other. So, like, A.T. was just a guy, and he took up the shard of ruin and became ruin, but he's like a person underneath it. But by the time you meet him, the intent of the shard to ruin everything has, like, taken over his whole personality and kind of, like, become the dominant force. Wait, did we meet A.T.? You saw his body, that like, at the end. Like, yeah. that body that just dropped out of the sky. Uh-huh. Right. Oh, wow. Okay. And you saw... Uh, how, did you, how did you know his name? Uh, Atium. Oh, okay. And Lyris is preservation. Lyrasium is the bead that uh, Ellen needs to become misborn. Oh, nice. And we see actually that body. Like we were talking about just like layers on layers. Like <laughs> every single thing. We saw that body uh drop out of the sky basically yeah, when no, preservation died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well it just uh fell over in the ash, he said. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? What? Yeah, that was <clears throat> there there's so much to unpack there. Uh <clears throat> I feel like we could do a whole episode on the last twenty minutes of the third Mistborn book. <laughs> just uh, unpacking all that shit I uh, read out loud to Melissa the scene where Ellen gives his speech and then goes out and cuts the coloss down yeah. I was like, I'm like I, you know I don't know if you want to listen to this but, but you're good, you, you need to Yeah. so Ruin didn't die AT died Yes. and once he wasn't holding the shard anymore Sazed was able to take it up I see and also took a preservation oh so he's got the Baron Harkonnen in his head huh yeah oh no but he That's also has preservation, so the intents kind of like balance each other out. Does he uh, do the same thing where he dances instead of speaks? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what, oh, yeah. I sent you guys a video of me dancing around because that's how Perseverance talks yeah. to Ellen at the end. <laughs> well, preservation. Eventually, you're going to get into air two, and I don't think it's really a spoiler to say that says it is God still. You're going to yeah, meet I, him. I also know that. Oh, shit. You probably shouldn't have said that. We'll have to cut that out. Wait, this whole episode is spoilers. Yeah, oh, but yeah, but we're not, not for talking. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> shit, I'm sorry, Jake. See, <clears throat> I'm Jake's such... read Second Era. Yeah, I read it. Yeah, but, oh, so... You, that wasn't you, you didn't spoil anything for him. Yeah, you don't have to listening. be sorry to me. Oh, okay, well... Yeah, I read it. Oh, well, when you said that you denied it or something. No, well, I was just like, This what? is just a spoiler for the first era, so we yeah, don't want to Yeah, because I was like, oh, shit, we're putting it out there? Well, like, he said that... Well, he, I, he, he I, so, I said yeah. I don't think it's any surprise <laughs> that says it is still God, like... Spook comes back healed. That was nice. And a full Mistborn. Yeah. 
Oh, was he? Yeah. Did they imply that? Yes. Um, <laughs> well, let's just, maybe we should just close it there then. Yeah, I mean, if we don't want to get into too Miss much dope. Yeah. Hey, I could talk into the... Do you plan thing. on reading Era 2 soon, or... Oh, man, guys. No, yeah, I feel you, like you have a lot of books. You both created a long list. <laughs> I know. Help me. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, like, I think you'd bang out Era 2, like you banged out these ones. Those ones are much shorter. They're like half... Each book is like half as long yeah, as the first and, Era and book. and they really, like, just smash together, too. Like, I read those all as, like, one book, basically. Okay. Uh, So, yeah, that'd be a fun thing for you to do. Well, I think the one is actually... The first one is a prequel, or, like, enters into the second Era. He actually never even meant to write Second Era, and somebody just, like, asked him a question, and he was like... That would make a good book series. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> what if they had guns? He's like, yeah. Dude, right. I love Alamancy and guns. Um, Words of Brandon is such a fun... Have you seen the Wobs? Have you ever heard of that? I don't know. Maybe. I've seen lots of interviews. It's with basically him. like people have written all these like Q&A sessions that he's done down like on a website as like a gospel of it's Brandon or something. Mine. <laughs> wow. It's a lot. But so he has a lot of internet presence like he has a reddit account and he answers the most i've ever seen of an author yeah it's really cool yeah so these words of brandon are like cataloged it's like what you guys wish george R. R. martin was yeah uh fuckers like the oh i just got like really deep into our I know. We should probably just end this episode yeah. now. We're done talking about yeah. Mistborn. Uh, uh, this thanks has for, been fun. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for joining listening. us. Uh, <laughs> we will be coming back to Mistborn and doing individual breakdowns of each book in detail at some point in the near future. Probably not until after the Wheel of Time show is over, though. We need uh, to finish that mad episode. <laughs> we do need to do that, too. All right. So uh, thanks for joining us. We're the Three Rivers Boys. That's at Three Rivers Boys on Twitter. Spell out the three. Uh, Take it easy, guys. Bye. Love you. Bye.